Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens, the number one essential K-pop podcast on the internet. This is Ash and I am joined by four lovely co-hosts this evening, Noah, Hi, everybody. Kiara. Hey, everyone. Shannon. Hey, guys. And Tim, a.k.a. Murdy, Murda Inc. Whatever your... <laughs> whatever your... All of my aliases. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> what, all of them. Okay, before we start, um, I want to mention something because I just noticed it and I... I guess I wanted to bring it up because I went to the 2011 iteration of this show, but uh, the um, 13th annual uh, Korea Times Music Festival at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, California has uh, released their lineup for this year and uh, for uh, 2015. And um, you know, I remember that time very fondly in my life. It was my first time being a grown-up and, and, and uh, traveling to the West Coast and seeing some K-pop people in person. And, you know, Tim, like, you don't realize how good you have it living in California. You're oh, I know. Oh, I know. Please. <laughs> Look, right now... There is an Amoeba Culture concert going on that is not coming to my to LA, the Mecca, like, and I'm not even. I'm, you don't hear me running around screaming and crying about it because I'm already like I have it pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, some interesting things. A few people there are going to be on the 2015 lineup this year. Um, we have Got Seven is going to be there this year. Kim Bumsu, TVXQ. What's left of them is going to be there. A yeah, Pink is going to be there. Bada and Exid. EXID. However you say it. So, not that lineup this year. Um, so and that's not the final me. lineup for the record. There, There's probably still more. Yeah, well, yeah, this is the initial lineup that they've announced. Yeah, there's usually a, a few more people. Um, that they end up adding closer to the actual time of um, the show, which is going to be on May 2nd. But if anyone wants to um, <clears throat> contribute to the uh, Hollywood Bowl um, Music Festival Fund, um, for those of us that live on the East Coast, um, <laughs> I would be very happy to, uh, um, to organize, uh, you know, Putting together funds uh, for this year, just just putting that out there, you know, for, for those of us unfortunate people that cannot go see this in person. Don't um, worry, you it, guys. I'll I'll hold it down for not your average netizens because I'm gonna go. Oh please, <laughs> and you're gonna be you're gonna ignore all the groups. I want to be like, I ain't go. I didn't go. I didn't <laughs> exactly. Go. I, didn't go. I went to Exit though. It was awesome. I'm gonna be there for God Seven and for Exit currently. So I'll probably go to see A Pink because Unji's a queen. So whatever. Uh -huh. 
So, yes, but, um, yeah, I highly, um, for those of you that are thinking of going, I highly, um, I highly uh, recommend it. Um, I went in 2011. I stayed the same. Oh, yeah, Kiara, I was thinking you and I were there at the same time last before we knew each other, so we probably passed each other and didn't even mm -hmm. yeah. we didn't see um, each other. <laughs> yeah, and we both, you stayed at the um, hotel, too, that, that the celebrities were staying at. Yeah. I yeah, so yeah, we were at the same hotel, and there were people. That was the year You Kiss was there, and yeah. that was proof that they have fans because they were actual Kiss Me's, like camped outside the hotel. For like, real? Kiss Me TV. Listen, listen, stuff. listen. Serial murderers also have fans. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, they were like, they were the big boy group that was there that year. So, I mean, they were pretty much who... Well, that was a pretty shoddy year for boy bands then, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they were for the girls who were there to see. Um, I think that year, Sister and Secret were there, and that was the year Secret was uh, a little bit higher than Sister on the girl group scale. So, um, but I did, um, um, I did, what is... Um, One minute was there, too. Four minute was there too. I forget because I did not see Why them did at you all guys until go? like the actual performance. Them and, and Jay Park and a couple of others, like we did not see hide or hair of them, but like Sister Our Secret, You Kiss, they were like walking around. No. I think that uh, Sister's kind of like notorious for doing that now because at the free concert that I went to, they like walked around a ton and like. I mean, they were on the other side of the fence, but they walked around, like, blatantly to, like, wave at the fans and get pictures and stuff. So I think maybe they just like the attention. I don't know. Which is fine. Like, I think it's good fan service, especially because all they had to do was, like, walk and wave and smile and be cute. Yeah, I was right behind them. They were doing autographs, and there was that, like, you know, the little, like, red velvet line, whatever thing, and they were doing fan signings, and I was standing right behind them. And I don't know if they, it was just that their bodyguards were just standing there, like, twiddling their thumbs or whatever. And I I was just standing there, and I was afraid to say or do anything because I was like, are they going to tackle me? But I was like, they don't know, so I'm, like, right here. I guess because they figured that I wasn't – that I didn't know who they were. Like, 80% of the people at the hotel <laughs> didn't know who these people were while these Asian people were. Um grouping, you know, grouped up at the, uh, you know, hotel waiting for people, um, and then that's how I ended up, um, which one, wait, it's So You, Hyorin, Dasara, and then, Dasum, yeah, Dasum, we ended up colliding, I ended up, like, I would, she dropped a pen and I ended up, like, knocking her really hard in the forehead, and I've, if Dasum ever, Probably she's not listening to this or anything, but I apologize because um, I've been told I have a really like hard skull head or whatever, so that probably hurt pretty bad because it did for me. So yeah, so you know we. A friend of mine was at that uh, Hollywood Bowl and rode in the elevator with Jay Park and was so like shocked that that was why she went. She went to go see Jay. And she was in such shock that she didn't even talk. She just stood there. Awesome, <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody was like, looking for him. And he was, like, on lockdown. Yeah, she like, rode in the elevator. Like, he noticed her and, like, smiled. And I guess she was wearing, like, a K-pop shirt. So, I mean, 
Like, she clearly was a dead giveaway, and he rode in the elevator with her, and she didn't say anything to him. She just stood there. Wow. <laughs> I know that feeling. I, know I was that like, feeling. man. I, was I would be in- crushed if that happened to me. Like, I can't imagine, I can't think of anybody that would shock me that hard in the K-pop scene, but if it happened to me, I'd be like, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I got on the elevator, one of the guys, one of the guys that's uh, Korean-American from UKIS, I met him, I saw him when he was coming off, and he, like there was a group of us, but I didn't realize it was him till it, while he walked away. He was wearing a ton of makeup, and I didn't yeah, realize it was him. Okay. You didn't ride in the elevator with him. <laughs> but still, he was there, and then everyone was like, "Oh, it's that guy from UKIS," and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I but if I had actually ridden in the elevator, it probably would have given me more time to actually figure out who it was. And K. Will was there too. Um, he did a very nice performance, by the way. Ooh. Not you, Noah, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was yeah. into, I was in the elevator, actually, with three members of Star. Me and my friends were going, We were go, for the day of the concert, we were going out for breakfast. And our, the elevator arrived, and the elevators are open. And I'm, like, texting a friend, and when I look up at my phone, I'm directly looking straight at Hyorin. And I was like... Oh my god! <laughs> I could not say anything to be honest. We all got on the elevator, and like me and my friends, we were all quiet. Nobody said anything. <laughs> we were all so shocked. We were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I was really close to them. I tried to get an autograph with them, and then they were like, "No, no more." And I was like, "Dang it!" I was like, "I was standing right behind you the whole time." But anyway, um, yeah. So if you guys, if anyone gets a chance to go. And um, at least once in your life, just go. Yeah, it's it's very it's just it's it's a nice experience, and they have a really good fireworks show afterward. And you're in LA, and you know it's a nice experience. You know, I was there for a couple of days. I mean, some people are there for longer, but anyway, yes. So I didn't realize that they were still doing this because I heard that they were gonna like get rid of the Korea Times Music Festival, but apparently it's still been going on. So. Yes. Um, if uh, we can't... Uh, I don't think it's going anywhere because people yeah. still bought it. Yeah. So um, if anything, uh, we'll have Tim go there as our uh, undercover operative. But um, <clears throat> if we can get any um, extra funds going, maybe some of us other folks can uh, make a trip over there as well and maybe, I don't know, get some... Get some please, interviews or stop please fund, folks. Please fund me. I want to go see God Seven. <laughs> yeah, I want to see them because I know. And oh, I I love talking to the fans because I I talked to the UKIS fans and they were hilarious. So I can't imagine talking to the God Seven fans. Oh, uh, well, just they gotta have something if you're a UKIS fan. You gotta have something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was just so crazy. It was like seeing K-pop fans in the wild. It was like you're real. Okay. So, um, today, um, just to get things started, I feel like this is probably going to be a regular thing because this is K-pop and there's never a week when there's not comebacks. Uh, So, comebacks! But, to be fair, this is a week more filled with comebacks than normal. We've got a really, we've got a pretty stacked, you know, group of, you know, group that's coming back next week. We have... EXO, Boring. of course, they're coming back um, with their new, new album, 
Exodus. Oh, um, so clever. <laughs> yes. It's like um, they... some tracks from their album has already been leaked. Um, no, I haven't already... listened to any of it, but it's already um, on music on the. It's already out on the um, digital chart. Uh, like you can buy it already digitally. Oh, so it's already out. Okay, well, yes, okay, of course. Well, then that thing probably is already like demolishing um, digital charts and and whatnot. But um, you know, so they've they are already they're going to be promoting next week. Um, they're going to be having Call Me Baby, which was originally Ugh. Call Me Daddy, Call Me Baby Daddy. Then they're also having, they've got tracks called El Dorado and Beautiful. Um, they have Transformers, Formers, and this guy's better. <laughs> Transformers, I don't know. They have some sort of, like, they have some kind of, like, um, uh, a game um, coming up to the release of the album where they were, like, Doing clues or something? What was it? Codes or, or something for each? Oh, of they're them? they're teasers. Yeah. Did anybody ever get that? I, I didn't care enough to try and figure out what was going on. I watched one and I felt like I was gonna die. It was so boring. It was <laughs> it was like a K a Willer video. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had you know some sort of like like. Um, it wasn't Kind of, they have some kind of like alternate RPG kind of like you know real time RPG game going on where people were like, you know, trying to figure out codes or something to 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 reveal the teasers or something. Anyway, that's over. It's out. They're coming back next week, and Red Velvet they better savor their number one for Music Bank this week because that's probably the only one that they're gonna get. Because they're about to be expired. Um, the only thing I can say is that I feel a little bit bad for everyone else because, you know, they have to deal with XO as well. But, um, you know, it, I mean, I figure it, at this point, if I'm, if I know I'm going to be promoting with XO, I'd probably be like, you know, I'm glad just to be be nominated at, at that point. Um, we also have FT Island coming back, Mama Moo coming back. Um, they've got some new um, teaser pictures coming up uh, um, that have come up. It looks like they're still going with the retro thing um, as of what we've seen so far. Um, but not really a whole lot as far as music-wise. Miss A, uh, there's a little teaser online today of um, the yeah. mini album. Uh, it sounds, I think, pretty different from a lot of stuff they've done before. Of course, they're not using... JYP has is not um, producing any of the stuff. Um, Min, uh, Min and Susie um, are credited as writing two two of the songs, respectively. Um, also, the, Susie released a teaser picture that JYP Entertainment didn't release, and was basically like yeah. "F you, JYP." <laughs> yeah, she's really um, breaking out with this whole. Uh, but I think that's part of like the whole like scandal thing. She's just like. F everything, uh, <laughs> but um, but um, and the little bit I've heard of the like single, um, I can't really get a good grasp of it yet. It sounds kind of a uh, mid tempo, um, not. Uh, sounds boring. That's what it does. <laughs> you sound boring. You're boring. You're boring. Yeah. I'm on a lot of comebacks next week, but. Exo song like the what's called Call Me Baby, Call Me Daddy, whatever. So it's, it's, 
it's slow, it's boring. It's not bad, but from what I hear, all the comebacks next week are gonna be boring. Oh god. No, well, it's Miss A. I don't believe that. They have Sorry, you're from Europe and your ears have been destroyed, but Miss A is going to. Oh, that, that's rich coming from America, please. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> <laughs> and then also with Miss A, like one thing I've always appreciated with them, they're always big on performance and and you know having a cohesive routine and everything. So at the very least, I know that's going to be good with whatever the song ends up being. Their stages um, are going to be awesome. Like, you, yeah, you can't whatever go wrong with Miss A. You can't. Um, so I hope that the final product will end up being, you know, pretty decent. and At least they get some decent attention from it. Um, apart from everyone else. Cream, it's fine. Even if they don't win, they'll still get as close to winning as you can against EXO and the power of fangirls. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so um, in Iron, um, with everything happening with Polaris, some people were... A little worried about him, but he's going to be debuting as well. Uh, so we have that. And speaking of JYP, um, we JYP, uh, we found out that JYP himself, Park Jin Young, is going to be making a comeback. I hope he comes um, back with the transparent pants. <laughs> I this. I would be so happy. He's, you know, people, we say a lot about him, people in fandom and everything, but I will say that that man, you can tell he has a, a real dedication to music, and he's really dedicated to music and performing, because at his age and, and, and the things that he does, he obviously loves, you know, producing, singing, whatever, because he, I'm you know, he'll no. go out no. there and, and still come out with stuff. And no, that obviously <laughs> Okay, no. Get out of here. JYP gets a lot of heat for stuff that he's not responsible for, and I don't think that's fair. Like, people I mean, keep blaming him for all the mismanagement going on in his company. He doesn't even own the company anymore. He stepped down. I feel like what happened the timeline of things is that after the whole Wonder Girls thing, and then he went to Israel and had his kind of time alone, and then he came back, and then after that, and then after that, you know, I think some not long after that is when he stepped down and 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 you know decided to kind of run uh, to pass over the the running the management and the everything to someone else. Yes, um, so that he can maybe focus on you know doing more creative pursuits. And I, you know, I I don't I don't know. no I don't mind that I don't mind that I'm talking about the fact that he sings idol songs like. He like he likes sing songs like EXO, like Call Me Baby, or what he likes those kind of songs. And I'm like, dude, you're what you're past forty, like stop it. Well, no, I don't, I don't necessarily because I feel like, especially in in a place like South Korea, that takes a lot of 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 dedication, showing that you're dedicated and showing that you love the you know love the profession you're in to do that. Because I mean, in Western music. I mean, how many people do you see that, that that do the same music way into their 40s and and, and Robin 50s? Thicke. That and dude is besides, like 70. Okay. Besides, <laughs> that like he's like a carded leather lizard face. It's not about age. It's like like musical content. Like he's he's trying to sing idol songs. So what? No, I'm sorry, but the man who made uh, No Love No More can make whatever song he wants because that was a jam. Like, make whatever yeah, you I mean, want. I feel like... <laughs> exactly. 
you know, I feel like if, if like, YG decided to come back with uh, Sotaji and, and get together and they decided something, it would be, like, a huge deal. And, you know, people would be like, oh, he's too old to be doing hip-hop. I mean, it's he doesn't. Not old. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, that would be. Pop idol songs, and that doesn't. He can do whatever he wants to He can do sexy songs, he can do upbeat songs, he can dance as much as he likes to. I have no problem with that. I'm, like, I'm totally fine, like. He like he can be like Madonna. He can do uh, into into his sixties. I don't care. Like, it's I, not I, about age. It's about like it doesn't fit with how what he is. Like like if you're gonna do boppy songs, do boppy songs that suits your style. Stop trying to be an idol because you're not. Nah, an his idol. songs are fine. His songs yeah. are fine for him what? and his image. No. Well, that's Sorry. the thing. Like, they're I perfectly think fine for him and his image. It always comes out awkward. It's just every time. No, it's I disagree. I yeah, think I mean, his personal opinion of his his music or his performances out of it, as far as what I think of it, but as far as his his right or his you know willingness to go out there and and keep performing and desire to keep you know to, to yeah. keep being a performer. Totally you know, like you say, I don't totally. have a problem with that. And like I said, as much Me as either. he gets, you know, people make fun of him. It's just like with you kiss, people make fun of you kiss, but I'm like, they're still out there, they're still doing it. How many groups have been out there a fraction of the time that they have and have disbanded? I mean yeah, at least they're doing what they want to do. You know <laughs> <laughs> well, and you anyway. them, they were number one on the Japanese uh, orchid charts. So Woo amazing. Oh, well, wow. you know, weekly, yeah. yeah. Weekly chart. What, what, what were they on uh, Korea's charts? You know where they're from. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe this is the Kara, Kara situation. Maybe this is a thing where maybe Japan maybe appreciate them more. I, I don't know. In Korea, though. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Anyway, so JYP is coming back. Um, we also recently found out 2PM um, re uh, renegotiated their contracts. They're going to be staying with the company until 2018. However, two members of 2AM are looking to get out of their contracts. They're already done with their contract. They're, it's oh, they're already done? So yeah, it's already it's done. a done deal. Yeah. Jinwoo and Sulong. So that's, is that just the end of, of 2AM now? Or is this uh, is this a in black situation? Um, um, are they going to no. continue with they, they actually posted comments on their Twitter. They're going to still continue to pursue music, but they're not going to be on the same label. Okay. So they're going to continue to make boring music and be boring. Yes, exactly. And, and what's, that, what's sad about this is not that they're departing from the from JYP. It's the fact that Sunon is going to continue acting, and I have to watch that shit. <laughs> you could just I not. Mean, That's what I do. I just don't. But the thing well, it's is, hard when you like a show. Yeah, you could just thing, stop. <laughs> the thing is, is that I'm not a fan of that. I, I'm really not a fan of Korean ballads in general. I'm just, I'm just not. It's, it, it's not anything yeah. personal. I'm just not a fan of the ballads. But I think as far as what they do and their their position in the industry and what they're known for, that they do a good job of it. And they even had, you know, that one song where it was like, I love you even if I die. I, I forgot. I know it was something like, something like that. It was really one of those epic, you know, 
I'm crying for you while I sing songs, sing, you know, type songs, you know, and, you know, they did, you know, that one was like a, a pretty decent hit for them. So, you know, I, I appreciate them for what they do, and um, they're all, like, I think they're all very um, good vocally, and I would, you know, I would, if they were to, to split up and, and go their own ways, I would, you know, think it would be kind of a shame. So I'm glad that they're, at least for the moment, continuing to go on. Okay. One of the other members, like, what is it, Chan Lin, he's already, he's already on another label. It's like, nothing's going to happen, please. Yeah. Well, that seems like that's a, it's a thing with JYP. Like, a lot of people are, with people on his label are, um, I guess that's something to think about with his label is that there are a lot of people that are already on other labels. Like, for example, most, um, I guess the most notable example is Sohi, who's with BH Entertainment, and she's doing acting, but she's still very much connected with JYP, and it's not a situation where she's completely um, completely um, separated from them. It's just that... She, is. she doesn't have a contract with them anymore. Yeah, but I mean, there's, you know, they made a big deal about it when she went with, you know, BH Entertainment. It's like, well, if she ever wants to come back. You know, it just seems like with JYP, they, they have a whole thing with, okay, you can do, if you want to join with this company and then pursue other things, that's fine. Um, but you're still technically, you're still technically a part of this group or, you know, we, you know, if you ever, um, you know, if we have, say, 2 a.m. performing somewhere, it's not like with SM, like if you cut ties with them or you decided to fraternize with someone else, you know, it, that's it. That's it. Like, it, you know, You're there's dead. no going back from that. Um, JYP seems to be very um, reasonable in that regard. So, um, come, um, so next thing here. Um, Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, we have finally found out this one. The penultimate episode of Unpretty Rap Star. If you're living under a rock or you don't want to know yet, um, there's no, English subs aren't out yet, so you won't be completely spoiling yourself. But um, if you don't want to know, don't listen. The winner of Unpretty Rap Star was the amazing, glamorous, wonderful Sheeta. Yes, and she came out with uh, her song. Um, it was a song called Nobody Knows featuring Ailey, um, doing really good on Melon. And she won. And a lot of people were like, you know, you know, we're like, you know, haters, doubters, how could you think, you know, because there's been the whole thing with um, G-Men, and, and that's been going on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, but everyone's like, you know, of course it was going to be. One, can I say one thing? Yeah. I mean, I listen, I listen to a couple of performances. I must say, not all of them, but the... She does. I don't think she has that that kind of good flow. I'm not, I can't. I don't understand what she raps about. But like, the, first of all, that Jessie girl. She she her her flow sucks. She's a singer. Uh, she's not really a rapper. Yeah, she's not really a rapper. Yeah, well, okay, but 
I don't think Cheek was that good either. Sorry. Like, well, it's to... okay because nobody actually ever agrees with you, so we're okay with you not agreeing. Wow. Wow. It's okay. Well, you know what? It's good because it's better when you have dissent. Epic doesn't have a fan club. Excuse me, we have a fan club. We just don't have a name. There's a difference. <laughs> well, you're not a group anymore. I'm just... Um, I I like. I love Cheetah, first of all. Um, her her um, oh God, I don't remember the name of the song, but she has a song where she's it's just like her on stage and she's just rapping about like the hardship that she went through, like as an artist in general. The minute I heard that song, I was like, "That's it. She deserves to win." Like, why are we even on the oh, show? Her anymore? song about when she went in a coma. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh my God. Um, that song is so good. Oh. Like after that, I was like, "There's no reason that this show even exists anymore because she just slayed all over it. Like this yeah. show's over." And, and I feel like Coma's doing pretty good on the charts too. The huge gap of which she was above fourth place. Like the fact that they showed it on the screen is kind of mean. Like I think it's kind of messed up that they showed Cheetah standing next to G-Man and G-Man got the lowest score. First of all. There is a god because <laughs> G-Man actually lost really bad. But beyond that, like the fact that Cheetah won so much above the other artists as well is like that's exactly how it should have been from the start. And that's what so yeah. many people who watched the show from the first episode were saying. Like she deserves to win yeah. so much of more than anybody else on here mm. except for uh, Timey who got kicked out real quick. So like. I mean, I'm I'm glad that Cheetah won. I'm really excited. I think this is actually, like... I think, in my opinion, in terms of the winners of um, Show Me the Money and Unpretty Rap Star, I think all of them are legitimate enough to win. And I think that people have... The, the only one that people have a hard time with is, like, uh, Bobby, but Swings did the same thing, where he used the fact that he was already famous to beat out a bunch of people who weren't as famous as he was. But his flows on the show were freaking great. Like, he killed it on the show, so who cares? Bobby did the same thing. Um, it, like, this this was the one season where people were worried that it was going to be like G-Men was going to beat out Cheetah because Cheetah's fan base is pretty small. But, I mean, literally the, mo the most talented rapper on that show won, and that's all you can ask for on the show. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think about reality shows like that, of course they're going to want to try and cause as much drama on the way to getting to whoever the winner is, but in the end, they know that they've got to pick someone. I mean, you know, when you've got an obvious winner, you know, it, you know, it's it's, it's it it would just people would call foul on on G-Man winning over Cheetah. I mean, it just it just would happen. But on the way there, as far as you know, G-Man, you know, winning different challenges and going through her whole arc of being the underdog and things. That, for them, that's just good TV. So... Yeah, it, I mean, it's fine. The way it all played out, whatever, it's fine. Because really, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the end result. Like, yeah. that's it. That's all that matters. And her album is dropping in, what, May? I'm so excited for it. Like, yep, and she's yeah. gonna kill it. She's no. gonna murder it. I'm so excited. I'm super excited. I love Cheetah. Like, she is a queen and a savior, so yes. I mean, by all means. <laughs> oh my god, it. she looks so much better with short hair. Can we just discuss this for a minute? Yeah, she so Wait, she and long she was pretty. Yeah, forever ago. Yeah. She was yeah, like she uh, was pretty, but I mean, with her short beautiful. hair, she's like drop-dead gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine her with long hair. It's very strange. I'll find it is. It's really weird when you look at her now, because her image 
greatly. And then you see her image before, and she's like the quintessential like good schoolgirl haircut. And I'm like, what is going on with Cheetah? Yeah, it's 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 a strange world to see her like that. I don't I don't really dig it. Uh, just to bring it up, um, our favorite person, little was it little Cham, little Cham, little Cham. Okay, I uploaded her album and um, downloaded. Downloaded her album yesterday. You uploaded it. Downloaded her album, and um, has anyone listened to her her any of her music other than off of the show? Mm-mm. Um, I, I know could she barely got... get through her speaking. It was so awkward and terrible. Yeah, you want me to download her album and listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she actually did have some. Apparently, that's why I downloaded it. She had a, like an album that came out like just before she she did um, "I'm Pretty Rap Star." So, um, so congratulations to Cheetah, and I hope that they do um, you know, that they do another season. I'm I'm supposing that they will, considering how this one fared, um, and you know, have some um, you know, other you know, notable rap names on there, and maybe finally, maybe Tasha will deem her. You know, deem the show worthy of her presence, and she will come on as a judge and replace, um, you know, Sonny, and then you know, or not as a judge, but as like I don't know, uh, MC, M- MC, or as as a mentor or something. Um, I would love to see her on the show just in general. And maybe uh, next season we get a less annoying idol rapper as the quintessential idol that has to be on the show. Oh yeah, they could. There are so many they could have chosen. Um, can we get Ellie this time so that we can have an actual person who can rap? Yeah, no, that's, what I was, I, that's the first person I was thinking of. I'm like, there's so many people they could have gotten, um, but they knew that what they were doing when they got two men. Ugh. Um, <laughs> hell. God, the hate. Okay. Um, on to uh, some other news. Um, on to crazy batshit um, K-pop fan news. Um, Infinite fans recently were criticized uh, for causing complete and utter chaos at a fan conference. Um, on March 26, there was Infinite press conference for Hong Kong Asian Pop Music Festival. Um, but the press conference was interrupted because there were Infinite fans that were in the area pretending to be part of the media. Um, apparently, they snuck in. Staff members noticed that there were a few people that were taking um, more pictures of the group than, you know, a regular press would. Which, I mean, you know, press. You know, and when you see photographers, they take a lot of pictures. So I, I can't even imagine how many pictures. You know, the fangirls were taking for them to notice and be like, um, this is a little unusual. Um, then, you know, they were found out that they weren't part of the press. Um, and then when when they were found out, chaos ensued. Um, despite the interruption, Infinite was able to complete the press conference successfully. Um, the boys, you know, apparently were talking about that they wanted to have more time to go around the city. Um, and, and, you know, go around, see the sites, interrupted, you know, yeah, right, like that was going to happen. Um, and this is kind of, um, you know, this was reported because this was on the heels of another, um, of another instance back in December 2014 where they had another press conference <laughs> where the same thing happened, where fans pretended to be members of the press and, uh, you know, they had to 
you know, gently take these people out back and be like, you're not supposed to be here. Um, oh, no, did you have something to say? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, doesn't that kind of shit always happen? Like, what do you expect? Like, you're an idol bird. Um, it it, I'm, it I'm, does. Um, but this in, what's interesting, um, what I found interesting about this is because we um, have information from uh, BTS. Their company, Big Hit, has actually put out a notice on fans, and they're. I can't remember another another company doing this. Their fans are on notice. I don't know what their fan club name is, and they have a whole list of etiquette. They're called armies, by the way. Armies. Okay. Well, you know, they they weren't really helping with that name, but anyway, with the, the armies, um, and there's a whole whole thing list of etiquette that the fans must follow if they want to be part you know, of this fan club. So, you know, they have, they released this recently, and they have this whole thing. They're strict, they have um, guidelines how you're supposed to act in the airport, um, You how you're supposed to act in non-public um, non events, meaning you're not, um, you know, places like office, rehearsal room, house, salon, personal areas, um, you're not supposed to be there, so we expect you to get the hell out. Um, and basically if, you know, we find you and, you know, and you don't change your behavior, you're going to be blacklisted. Um, and that was interesting and I feel like more, uh, yeah. companies need to do this. And, it's important to um, note they also threaten to close the fan, the fan club, like, if they don't, you know, fix their, their business. Like, that's the, the biggest threat that any company could levy on a fan club is to be like, we'll close it and we'll take away all your sweet privileges. Yeah. I, am I the only one who thinks they went too far? Yeah, I mean... I, we, I don't think they're going too far. I don't no, think they're going too far because these people I mean, are so I think, insane. I mean, they break into these people's houses. Yeah. yeah. And the thing yeah, is, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the sessings and, and, and like I said, like a lot, I think it's just it's with every group. It's the majority of the fans. They just want to see them. They just want to, you know, um, you know, give them gifts, see them. And the settings are the ones that ruin it for everybody because they go over the top. And I think, you know, this is just, I mean, this is, you know, tops. Like this is what needs to happen in most, if not all, companies. But most of them. SM will not do it because they yeah. depend so much on the fan clubs for their livelihood, for the money that they bring in. Um, you know, for people for buying author. twelve albums for one person. You exactly. Know. Well, I mean, so they I mean, want to cater to them, and so they encourage that, that behavior. I get that. I have no problem with with that. But like, there one of the rules was like you cannot take pictures of the members. On airports, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you will, like, you have to, you have to understand that most of those airport photos, those are not, those lenses, they're not like long lenses. Like, those are taken right in their face. Like, they're you, they, not sanctioned. They're yeah, they, they're not like these people are like 20 feet away taking a camera with like a, a like a long lens so they can get close up pictures without being in their face. Like, they're in their face. Like, if you watch pictures of people at the airports, you'll see people who are like four or five inches from these guys' face snapping pictures for for their photo books that people then go and buy. Like, they do not give these people any personal space. 
at yeah, all. Yeah, the, the issue is the personal space thing. That's what they're trying to eliminate. Yeah, that's my, that's my issue. Like if you're if you're like twenty feet away with like a long right, with link, a camera, I like I don't think they care. But I mean, these people are like five six inches from their face, snapping photos. Like that's that would like drive me batshit. Yeah, like, I don't I think any. Not I don't do that. I don't think the rules to stop people from like taking pictures up close or not up close, sorry, from like far away. I don't think they're gonna care about the people who are like twenty feet away. But it's the people who get in your grill with like a phone and they're just like running around and screaming and yelling and like tripping over stuff, not watching where they're going, running into stuff. Like you see videos all the time of people falling and trying to get pictures and being as close as they can. That's distracting and that sucks. Like you just feel like it's dangerous. At that point. And it's dangerous. Yeah. But if you're like 20 feet away taking pictures at the airport, I don't think that they care about those. They, I think they're directly addressing like the crazy fans that are in your oh, face taking pictures. And I think I think it's hard for for one of the things that's hard for international fans to understand is yes, it's a small group, the Sasangs, that do the most damage, but they are also Sasangs are supported by normal fans. Most of the photo books are by Sasangs. Most of the photos that you see online are taken. Like a lot of majority of them are Sasang fans. You've got, you know, and these the Sasang fans are the ones that give the normal fans, you know, where they're going to be, what hotel they're staying at, you know. So normal fans almost give that culture like a step up, and they allow these this to exist because they want that information, but they're not crazy enough to do the work, so they kind of just let them do the crazy shit and then benefit from it. So I mean, some of the rules seem like, well, why are you punishing the whole fan group? Well, the the fandom, it's it's a it's a strange system of you've got like these core group of people who will like break into these people's houses to find out where they're going to be and when they're going to be there and another person's like well I'll give you like 20 bucks where they're going to be hmm. so you kind of yeah. have to like balance that and if you make yeah. these rules and you, you threaten the regular fandom with hey we'll take away all of your rights and you will have nothing they're then going to be like get your asses together saucings and get out of their house yeah the thing with the saucings is there but I don't think that will work though like the saucings are not Fans, they are stalkers. That's my. But point. they're also so in in inherently they're so ingrained as part of the system. I think that's. I think that might be what Shannon is trying to say. Right, and they bring yeah, money yeah. off of their behavior. That that's the biggest thing is they make money right. off their behavior. If you cut off their money. Then it There's, cuts. Their you know, behavior. some of them will absolutely like stay because they're crazy. Right. But I mean, if you start taking like if you start to, like the fan club privileges like people live for that stuff like that's how you get into music shows that's how you get like you know the fan meetings so if you start threatening that then people start to be like well I don't know if I want to support this behavior because I want to go to that music show and right. so the more you kind of take away like that's not it's not the that's not going to solve the saucing problem entirely like it's it's way too complicated but it's kind of like you're kind of chopping off it like at the knees, and then you still have to deal with the rest of the body. But at least it's a step in the right direction. Okay. Okay. Good discussion. Um, I would love to. Oh, I would love to have a a really good um, in-depth discussion on the whole saucing issue because it's just insane. Um, but yes. Podcast that would be amazing. Yes, <laughs> we have to disguise their voice and everything, um, but yes, um, but uh, like I said, I feel like um, more um, more companies, it would be better if more companies, you know, tried to take more of a stance on it, but I feel like, you know, like with, like I said, with places like SM, 
you know, they may not agree with what they do, but they depend very much on them for their livelihood. Um, like there was someone that grabbed Crystal from FX in an airport recently, I think, like grabbed her. Yeah. Someone that grabbed her and, and, and um, just out mm. of the blue. And, and, of course, there's, I mean, there's numerous so things that have there's numerous things that have happened in girls' generations over the years with, with the creepy fans. So, um, you know, just, just things that just, you know, I mean, anything, you know, they're your, they're your employees. So, I mean, it, it feels like, you know, you're, you should at least have some sort of, um, y you know, put some sort of, like, you know, safety parameters in place. Yeah, but they're not people. They're products. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like they don't view them as as people. Uh, that that's another part of it. That's a problem. At least with with, with SM, they could kind of care less in in that in that sense. Um, <laughs> Their artists are like the cookies in the cookie aisle. You want to sell most of them, but if a few get stolen in the grocery store, you're not going to chase them down in the parking lot to get them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the like, saddest but is so gone. true comparison. Like. <laughs> That hurts. Oh, That's true. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, no, it's it's very true. I, I can't disagree with that. Uh, so, and uh, a little bit lesser news um, for those that uh, care, but I think it's a it's news. Um, there's a new, uh, a new, another new girl group coming out. Uh, B1A4 has a younger sister group um, called um, OMG that is coming out under WM Entertainment. Um, they've had some teasers out recently showing like uh, like showing like the some weird teasers where they just show like the bottom like they cut off the head and just showing like the the rest of their body and then they recently released some showing like the entire you know the you know the entire person and so everyone knows the names and and the faces and everything of everyone that's in the group um, and um, Apparently, uh, the OMG uh, stands for "Oh my girl," and um, this is kind of stupid because actually there is a, a Western uh, R&B hip hop group called OMG Girls that recently broke up. <laughs> they were like three little Nicki Minaj's, and they were called OMG Girls. But I think they were like it was like "Oh my God, girls," but they had the same name anyway. Um, that's what. I thought when I first saw that, but um, anyway, they're supposed to be coming out soon, and um, they uh, have been getting, like I said, a little bit of attention for their kind of weird teasers, um, but another girl group for those of you that are into that. I'm um, torn with them. Like, if they're like old school B1A4, I'm here for that, but I don't know if there's going to be like another uber ridiculously like rot my teeth out till I'm wearing dentures sweet group I'm not I don't need another one are you talking one. about B1A4 or OMG girls OMG like oh, I want okay. them to be like old school B1A4 like when they first oh, came no. out well it's hard to tell but judging by the photos the teasers I saw it, it seems like it'll probably be a typical like you know girl group kind of maybe not sugar sweet image but kind of innocent image, you know, that most a lot of girl groups have starting out. 
Look, I don't not, mind that. I, I like a pink. Like, just kind of. You can do like a pink. I'm down for that. I just can't deal with like LeBron. Like none of boring. that. <laughs> They're gonna like... be boring, just like most of the girl groups with the same kind of teasers. They're gonna be boring. Yeah. Okay, so we've got we've been um, looking at and reviewing MVs, which um, I will have up on our YouTube channel soon. Um, I have not uploaded them yet, but we um, have been looking and reviewing MVs as a group, as not your average netizens. Um, and we recently looked at uh, La Bomb and Rat Monster and uh, Crayon Pops MVs and. One thing I can say for La Bomb, like they, their newest song, Sugar Sugar, their MV and their whole concept for it is 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 so it's terrible. <laughs> like my eyeballs it's fell garbage. out. So cutesy oh, oh, and totally so weird. over the top. But at the same time, Bowel. when I think about it, I can understand why they would do that because. Listen, because it, it's better than... <laughs> I was just going to say, you know like when you have that person that like never takes the garbage out, and so they have that entire room that smells like fucking cupcakes? Because they just have those air fresheners, and it's like so sickening sweet, like your nose hurts, and all you can do I is... I wish I knew somebody people. whose room smelled like cupcakes. I, no, I not like the good ones. No, that... like that fake scent, so they just sprayed it so much it almost smells like alcohol, but there's a slight hint of cupcakes, because they've just sprayed so much trying to cover up the trash smell. That's LeBron with that music video. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're not you're not gonna get anybody to help you out on this one, Ash. Like, no, I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not trying to to disagree with you on that. I mean, I. It's I nothing special. It's hot garbage. It's boring. I, like it's. Nah. I can't understand as far as a girl group trying to get attention, why they would decide to go in that direction. In the direction but, of every other girl group, yeah, I, I agree. No, and, and trying to like girl group go does. over the top and be like, okay, we're gonna do super, we're gonna do cute, like but that's not new. friend, but we're gonna go super cute. But that's and, not new. That's nothing but special, nothing. like. But you know, right now for the groups that are out, you know, they're trying to differentiate themselves. Yeah, we went from Sorry. looking at like Sorry, people Ash. trying to be ten for people trying to be three. Like, woo -hoo -hoo. Sorry, Ash. I like personally. I just, I just hate cute girl groups. I, I just, as soon as I see a really cute girl group, I'm like, <laughs> like, kill, like kill <laughs> yeah. The That's cute, where I'm at too. Don't worry about it. The cute concept is not that popular around here. And, and I'm not saying that I love the cute concept either. But I'm just saying I can understand. Like, I can see how they're trying to do. Like, they're trying to do, like, a cute, quirky type of thing. Nope. I they failed. annoying <laughs> and bright and stupid. They are. Like, I totally agree. They're trying to do over, top, over the top, but it's not working, and that song is awful. It's, like, awful, awful, awful. I, I rather listen to an extra song, literally. But, at the same time, when, um, on the other end of the spectrum, you can look at a group like Crayon Pop, and they, they've kind of made their pay on being kind of cute and quirky, but in a different way, you know. They're all, they are one-hit wonder, and they should go away. Yep, thank you. <laughs> like, like, they look like carbon copies. Like, they literally look like a guy among girls. Like, they Don't say that they made anything when they have one hit. <laughs> Sorry. They <laughs> They're so <laughs> successful with their one smash hit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't know I, I saw their comeback stage and they had a... 
Well, they had some strong fan chants, but they were all male, so I, I don't know what to make of that. Oh, that's they... a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but... You mean a girl yeah. group has male fans? All I... male fans? And they, and, and they act like ten, like five-year-olds? Oh my god, of course. Like, early Ajishis can look at them. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I just have to, I, I, I have to, like, at least give some props people they were doing something different. It's not different. It's not different. It's not different. It's, it's like Pop it's like is doing what Crayon Pop has done since their first song. Like I don't, they're not different. Literally, they have not changed. They are the most stagnant group. They were like, man, we did it. We blew up with a song that doesn't even make sense. Let's just make the same song again and again and again and but again. But you don't Maybe feel we'll like do that they have they at least at at least have like their own identity. I mean, even yeah, if they make the like, same song over and over again. <laughs> I mean, it, even if it's something that they don't change up at all, it's at least it's their own. Identity. I'm not gonna support a group like that because I like I like Secret, but I hung them when they released Madonna and Mazic because they're the same song. I hung them right away, and I was like, this is the same song. You can't give me the same song. I'm sorry. You can't do it. I have no business. Like, I don't have time for the same song over and over again. If I want to listen to Mazic, I'll listen to Mazic. I don't need Madonna. I like like Madonna. They're the same song. That's fine. They have the same song. They're the same song. But they performed it. Differently. I just... this, no, it is not. <laughs> but, uh, let's go to the next topic. What's the next topic? Here. Next topic. Yeah, she sounded very convincing. You were so yeah. much better I, when you I love Secret, but th- those two Jesus. songs are pretty much the same. I hate to break it to you. Just go back to liking Mamamoo because they actually have different songs. If by different you mean they went from like to gold, then yes, they were different. Well, there's a little part of me that's afraid for Mamamoo. I think the, the, the whoever's working with them is smarter than, smarter than that, but I, I'm a, there's a part of me that's a little afraid for them because I feel like they're going to go a little too deep into this retro thing, and then that's going to be, you know, like with... with I mean, we haven't seen very much from them as far as what they're coming out with next, but what I have seen, their next single looks like it's going to be another kind of retro thing and so I'm just let them I'm, have an identity. Let, I'm let them sorry, do what like, like, I'm saying, like I hope it's some at least the song and 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 whatever the the performance have bring something different to it so they're not not kind of put in that box of okay this is what they do sort of thing well, it's okay for them to have like th- this is the thing right mamamoo actually makes different songs like their image is stand like very very much the same but that's okay you can have like a solid image that you stick to it's the issue of having the same song over and over again mamamoo has a solid image they want to do this retro vibe thing and they don't want to be seen as just a regular idol group they never have so does cream pop Crayon Pop has the same song. No, they don't. They literally followed the exact same song and song formula. But so does every other K-pop song. I totally disagree. Totally disagree. Oh, no, I I disagree with you. They they don't all follow the same... You cannot tell me that all of the songs are exactly the same as, like, FM. Like, literally, we watched that music video and only commented about how repetitive it is. That is the same response I have to every single Crayon Pop song. Like, yeah, wow, this is ridiculously it's repetitive. Every other pop song, it's not even K-pop songs. There's plenty of K-pop songs that aren't as repetitive as FM, 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 FM. Oh, bar, well, bar, bar, I think bar, it's bar, more bar, of, like, bar, the song. It's like there was just no, like, there was no, like, 
bridge and no like kind of you know peak where it was like okay now we're at the end of the song it was just kind of like you said fm 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 all the way through like there was no there is like, no like make, okay there's plenty okay, of groups that have the, the same sound with different songs regardless like, my I'm point sorry. is there's no progression is, i feel like mamamu are talented and they're and they're they're oh, amazingly absolutely. talented and they deserve any and every recognition they get can they can get, but they are no argument. already getting redundant for me. Sorry, I mean, I I need them to switch it up to something else. I'm. It's I'm like, the thing. That's the thing that I'm afraid is that like people are going to feel like oh they're talented, but you know they do the same thing every time. So and that's the only thing. I'm just I'm I'm a little wary of that, but. I have my faith as a moo, so I'm going to wait and see what they do. <laughs> I would rather, like, I, I like that they keep this retro theme, and um, I have no problem with a group having a, a thing that's theirs. So, like, I think it's fine. It's just a matter of them releasing songs that are different, which I feel like they have. Like, yeah. I, I think as long well, as they like continue said, to yeah. be different and have different songs, like, if I ever come to the point where I'm like, wow, this song sounds just like this one, then I'm going to be like, Mamamoo, you need to do something different. Yeah. But until then, fair, like, it's just heard... their image is very similar. Yeah, to be fair, we haven't heard hardly any at all of their new songs, so... Um... Right, and they don't, they're not trying to be a regular idol, and that's very important. Like, they want to have an image and something that's their very own, so, like, I think it's fine for them to stick to something that like you see them or you hear their music and for me anyways like when I hear their song come on I'm like oh that's a Mamamoo song like I, I never have the question of like who did this it's like oh that's Mamamoo it's the same feeling I get when I hear Big Bang I'm like this has to be Big Bang like I'm already ready for it this gotta be them yeah yeah okay well let's go on to what is arguably I guess in K-pop fandom the huge big news of the week, Susie from Miss A and actor Lee Min Ho are dating. Hey yo. Um, hey. All, all uh, uh, revealed by Dispatch and their creepy um, brand of journalism, yeah. uh, where they basically followed them um, around Seoul, Paris, and London. Talk about a power uh, date, hello. In England. I know. <laughs> well, like, like, he might look like steel toast, but damn, if that ain't a date. <laughs> Real talk, he was out there. He was romancing. Like. I mean, it, it's just, but the whole, like, when, like, reading there, especially, like, reading the, um, tran uh, the trans, uh, translation of their, um, article that they wrote is so hilarious. I mean, it's like they're writing fanfic. Um, you know, Liam and Ho and Susie have fell in love. Distance was meaningless for the two of them. Their love jumped over the distance between Seoul and Paris, 8,972 kilometers, and the distance between Paris and London, 344 kilometers. And then there's various pictures and how romantic. And when they were taken, Listen, where they you were look taken, like stale toast, you what need to they be romantic were because otherwise you ain't getting shit. Yeah, for real, know. he's killing it. Whatever. Like, I mean, I don't think he's good looking at all, but he looked no, out. Oh, like like you girlfriend. know. Yeah, like no. Oh, hey, is, he can't act either. Has, but you know, done a few, a few things. 
his to his body. To his Listen, ever since he came back from China looking like Chris Jenner, like I don't. I don't know how or why. Yes. No, I I, I question. I question Susie on this, but you know what? As long as she's happy, then I'm okay with it. But I'm just Maybe saying. He's so sweet. Like, we I don't, don't know. know. He could be super sweet. <laughs> we don't know. No, I, I don't know. Well, this is the thing. And then you can see she's not just f focused on looks, you know? Obviously, well, that's clear. Listen, they probably bonded over their acting skills, which is pretty bad on both sides. So they probably bonded on that. Yeah, I mean it's clear that um, he, that she's not in it for his looks. All right, so we already know no. that at least you can appreciate the fact that she will date an ugly guy. But, but the creepy thing, the thing is, dispatch like who like people were talking about like they must have sessings like employee dispatch, and they have to because they, they clearly had them like to the minute of where they were at on the tenth. They were at the airport. They were in London. They were at Dior photo shoot in Paris. Um, they were at the Waldorf Hotel in London. They they were like on them. I mean, and they had and when this came out, they had no choice but to. I don't remember if it was JYP's agent Lehman Ho. I think Lehman Ho was, was the one that confirmed was the one that, that first admitted them. They had been dating for. One month, not two, as Dispatch had um, claimed, and um, Susie um, or JYP has claimed that um, when MSA has their um, comeback um, showcase on the 30th, that she will, if she is asked any questions about Lehman Ho, she will, you know, answer them. Um, I don't know. But I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like but it. Hey, get it, girl. Anyone who's seen news for this, like since the beginning, he always comes off as shady. Like something well, is not quite I mean, right. I've heard he that he's you know he did, he has a bad rep for being kind of um uh being a, a you know someone that you know goes with a lot of girls. But as I said, um if you know, I don't judge other people. I don't know them. I don't know them personally. So if if she feels comfortable dating him, fine. You know. Hey, listen. Any boy that wants to take me from Paris to and to England and Paris to England on a four day vacation like date, I'm there. I don't I real mean, far. You know, they're both rich and famous, so it, it's just. Kind of I would like... <laughs> But I'm sure. But I'm sure, like. Oh, majority of us would. She puts a paper bag over that head at nighttime and. Damn! It's blackout, dark, and she just goes for it. You know, you know, have a lot of problems. You don't know. <laughs> it's it's funny saying. though. It's so funny. Like that's a lot of the response by international fans has basically been what you guys have been saying is like, oh, she couldn't do better, or um, you know, something similar. Like Liam and Ho. Like as far as the response online um, has been to the whole relationship, Liam and Ho's um, SNS followers increased after the dating confirmation. That's because um, they want to see if they find pictures of Susie. <laughs> and then Susie, people were a little worried about her because in these situations, unfortunately, the female tends to get the brunt of the, um, you know, the brunt of the, um, you know, attack and, 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 and whatnot. But she, uh, it seems like Susie has just been kind of like 
going against the machine here. She like she released that. I think Susie lucks out because um the a lot of times like it's because the fan base of idol groups are much younger, so and the uh, idol uh, the groups that uh, like fans of like actors are slightly older, so there tends to be a slight more maturity with actors when they start dating people. Mm. Um, because they're usually a little bit older, and they, those fans have already started to accept that, you know, people are going to get married, people are going to have babies, whereas 14-year-olds are like, what? I can't marry him? I can't put him on my paper? For like, He's not my boyfriend? <laughs> like, I can't with him. I hate her. So, but the, the other thing is, does anyone remember what scandal, the political scandal that this was supposed to be covering uh, up? Buck. Oh, it, yes, I remember someone. Dollars, like. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, there's a thing whenever and these things come up that yeah. there's people like, oh, there's always a political scandal um, that's happening at the same time in South Korea. But literally, and like, Three months, it's been pretty much dead. But on the week, associates of a president Imbach did get investigated, uh, and I want to make it clear: apparently, all Korean presidents on the third year of, of their term, they usually do corruption investigation always, just to divert attention from themselves. But anyways. He, like his associates have, uh, apparently may have embezzled uh, $300 million and on the week, on the same week, like we don't have like one dating scandal, we have two. Like, Who's the other one? Came out three. Three came out in total. Whoa, wait, no, three. what? Who else? Yeah, yeah, three. Like it was that one girl from, uh, uh, I forgot, but, that, but the other guy is like Rishi Wong and... The, the, the female actress, I forgot her name. Because yeah. uh, both of the both of the other couples are they're all actors. Um, one couple was they were in the drama together in the drama two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And the other drama was uh, Surplus Princess. The two main actors in that drama, uh, there were confirmed afterwards that yeah, they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. John John Boa and the other guy, and yeah. don't and don't forget about that. Uh, Year one later in scandal about who uh, about she about the girl that the actress that cursed out. Uh, oh, year one. Oh, year yeah, one. And, yeah. um, oh, that, that was fun. Okay. Oh yeah, there's yeah, audio. Fun. There's like video audio of that. Yeah, out video. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That what, was a good time. Is there any other like scandal besides that? Like, I think that's just before that came out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've I've heard of I, I've. Read about that, um, you know, whenever scandals come out, but I don't know enough, unfortunately, about, um, you know, uh, about South Korean politics to be able to say, oh, well, that was obviously covering something up. Um, but um, that that is kind of the thing when things like this come out, like when. Uh, Park Bomb from 21 had her whole drug scandal. They said there was something going on with the government that just coincidentally happened to be going that on. That was the sole ferry. The report came out about how it was um, mishandled. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, it, yeah, that's, that's something that um, tends to crop up. And, um, you know, I find that very interesting. Unfortunately, like I said, I can't speak to it, but, I, you know, I find that fascinating nonetheless um, the implications of, of what 
you know, what that means. And it certainly wouldn't, you know, South Korea, certainly if that was what they were doing, they certainly would not be the first country that, you know, tried to divert from um, political issues um, with, uh, you know, you know, with, uh, with entertainment issues or things like that. Uh, so, um, but... Um, Susie seems to be uh, going against the machine. She's been releasing. She released a photo. Um, uh, she's giving me life. Teaser. Like she's hilarious. <laughs> from her she's teaser, um, from her, uh, from the recent uh, Miss A teasers for their comeback, and she, um, she that wasn't released originally with her original group of photos and it's not really any more risque than the other ones because some people thought because the other girls they just cut it out because there's cleavage that's it like literally well, that's not even cleavage like she's wearing a bra underneath the nighty so there's like not any, not even any cleavage. There's, there's cleavage like that's cleavage in Korea. Come on now. <laughs> We're talking Korea. We're not talking about America where cleavage isn't until your bra is exposed. And like, like you I think it's, well, some people are saying because it kind of looks like she's taking off the, she's taking off this dress and she's got this full nighty underneath. Anyway, um, you know, so people are like she's calling against the machine and um, you know, and then she's rebelling against this whole thing because, you know, she's still got this kind of, uh, South, uh, this label of South Koreans' first love, you know, first, you know, you know, cute, fresh, innocent, you know, uh, repre uh, female representative of the country thing, and then she's just tired of it, and, um, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, all she has to do is pull IU, and I mean, if she wants to really get rid oh, no, of that, no, she has she'd have better taste than that. Like, <laughs> but I mean, if she really wanted to get rid of that label, I mean, I so all she would have to do is just is jump in bed with some idol. You mean? Well, she's already dating a guy, so I mean. I oh mean, yeah, she just needs a picture in bed with him. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I'm sick. Wait, that's not what you're talking oh, about. I want I wanted to talk about like. When they found out about Suzy and Mino dating, everybody immediately started to slut shame her, like the Korean, Korean management, about that she, the fact that they were staying at the same hotel and, and apparently made, have, they may have had sex. Like that's, like that's like a shocker. I know. Adults had sex. No! <laughs> when that kid wants is like. Sex? Ew! We'll get cooties. South Korea, like, like it's like yeah, it exists, like, but we don't say it out loud. We don't talk about it, you know. But I yeah. mean, considering the fact that we know the JYP artists actually get like sex education while they're at JYP, I don't know about. We've never heard about any other um, companies, but JYP's like publicly said, you know, oh yeah, we do, you know, sex ed and. Thank God. <laughs> I know, right. Um, when they get all these so... kids like out of high school, you might as well give them sex ed, especially considering like they're gonna be around people and be around like you. You can't tell, especially the people who go into acting. Like, there's a bunch of older guys. You know, they're sexual beings. Like, please. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, they've got all these kids living together, and I mean. I, I mean, by that point, I mean, just if, 
from things I've heard as far as what the average South Korean girl or guy teenager knows about sex or knows about the basics of sex, um, you know, when you're going to be in those situations where, you know, you're, you're kind of put in adult situations, I mean, it's better for you to at least know than to not know. Uh, so, but she also posted some lyrics from Benzino that was on Instagram from a song he wrote called So What, where she was like, people think I butt into everybody's business just because I'm famous. The decision is actually pretty simple. People make judgments on my characters, on my character, and the clothes I wear. Yeah. I learned as a 28-year-old, man, I am nobody's hero. Yeah. And I think it's not fair enough. If you don't like me, take your eyes off my life. Get them. Because life is can't do your work because too much to see you online. Slay them. My em. friend, get some fresh air. Drag them. Don't believe me. Just watch it. So what, so what? I think that, I'm sorry, I think that's just ridiculous. Like, if you chose to be famous, Dude, I'm sorry. Love... You're like, if you chose to be famous, you chose the consequences that comes with it. Sorry. So I don't feel bad for it. But I think everyone, everyone, even even celebrities deserve a degree of, of privacy of some Yeah, sort. I agree with that. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from, and I do agree that, like, if you choose to be a celebrity, you should know the consequences of being a celebrity. At the same time, like, a lot of people are made into celebrities when they don't expect to be. Like, you can want to be in movies and want to act because it's your passion. It's su like, it sucks for the people who genuinely just want to do it because it's their passion, and then they blow up and they're megastars and they can't do anything with their life. Like, and I mean, I agree. You're still running the risk of being popular and being a celebrity. I understand that. But what about like you can even compare it to producers? Producers are purposely behind the camera so they don't become megastars. They want to make movies. They have an image. They have something that they want to do artistically, and then they blow up. Like it sucks that you can have a passion and be forced into a life of like, not even just luxury, but a life of the fact that you can't do anything without being under a microscope. So um, they're people. Like, at the end of the day, they're people. And I agree yeah. that they're taking this job and they should know what the job entails. But at the same time, you can't... Like, it's fine to feel bad for somebody who gets stuck in this life because they have a passion. Right. Like, because, you know, it's like I mean, one thing if you're, like, walking down the street and you get your photo taken. Like, if you're going to become a celebrity, that's going to freaking happen. But then, like, on the other hand, it's like... I don't need articles being like, well, why should we wear this kind of underwear instead of this kind of underwear? Like... Right. That, that's draw the line. Like, there's some things where it's like, you know, like this is just like you just that doesn't need to be part of being a but celebrity. That's that's part of the problem. The people won't draw them on, draw a line, especially on the internet. Like people don't give a shit, and that comes. And sadly enough, it comes with the territory. That's right. It does. And we're not yeah. disagreeing that it doesn't come with the territory. We're just saying like you're still justified in being like, man, this sucks. Like that's basically yeah. all they're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and unfortunately, I mean, like many other, um, you know, advanced, um, advanced economies, countries with advanced economies and and such. South Korea is no different. You know, they have their their famous celebrities, and you know, they you know have this insatiable appetite to know what they're doing at all times and why they're doing it, and even if it, you know. It's, it's like, why should I give a shit? But, um, 
but it's just, you know, bread and circuses, man. Pan them. Hunger Games. Yeah, okay. Hunger Games. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's go all the way. No, that's <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to uh, um, go ahead and. Oh, I um, missed a Yuki's opportunity. Take your opportunity, Shannon. I was going to say, well, we know who's not going to win the Hunger Games. Mr. Yukis <laughs> over there. First one dead on the platform before the games began. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I would say sorry okay, to fans, but there's only like 12 of them, so it's okay. Of the situation, Shannon. Okay. <laughs> so, um... Going on to another topic, um, this is actually um, kind of silly, but we'll probably get some good discussion out of it, so I'm going to do it. Um, this uh, this op-ed that was um, translated by oh, Lord. Korea Boo, <laughs> and um, this is about uh, Super Junior, and this is funny considering what we were talking about last week um, about FX and how they've been so neglected. Because this is an op-ed that was written by someone, um, I'm assuming a, uh, a Korean journalist. An elf. No, entertainment they're not a journalist. They're an elf. Entertainment, <laughs> entertainment elf, whatever they want to call themselves. Um, saying that Super Junior is the most neglected group in SM Entertainment. Okay, can't even take that um, seriously. And, you know, when I think of Super Junior, I, you know, I've been in the K-pop fandom since, like, 2008, late 2008, 2009. And the one thing that I would never have thought to word that I would pull with Super Junior is neglected. Uh, but I, I can see some points within what they've said. Like, they, they say that they, you know, despite the fact that they're, you know, you know, completely, they're they're within K-pop. You can't go anywhere without hearing, knowing, or hearing about Super Junior. I mean, when before I even knew what K-pop was, Super Junior was like one of the first things I learned about it. You know, this group with like 13 guys, and it like, what the hell? Like, why is this? Why is this a thing? And how is this existing? Um, but um, you know, then they they talk about you know in the article about how um, you know. How hardworking the group is, but the SM in general doesn't really uh, care for the group, uh, or that the group in general has not. The treatment of the group hasn't changed in like, you know, three years. Um, for um, they're using as an example, Dong Hae and Onuk's special album DNA, um, their album that came out recently, and how it was not advertised or properly in their opinion or did the album have been released um, or the artist didn't even know like Anik posted on his SNS and was like I didn't know it was out um, everybody please buy it um, and so you know there so so I, I guess that counts um, but I mean, I guess you could, uh, SM kind of has, other than maybe, maybe Girls' Generation, they have their history of kind of, when they get their money from their groups, you know, when they get the most money that they can get from their groups, then they kind of, like, push them to the side and, and, and then kind of not neglect them, but they don't, you know, treat them with the same, um, I guess, attention as before. However, I would not... 
I would never I would never say that to that point that they've been neglected. I mean, <laughs> um, especially considering the the huge, humongous fan base that they have. They know that Super Junior is a huge money maker, and um, I, I don't think that that they would. <laughs> They they know what they're dealing with there as far as is is profits. Uh, what the um, author is saying here is their their uh, core point here is the most symbolic occurrence of neglect was at 2011 SBS Gaio Dejun. At the time, Super Junior was not the symbol of K-pop that they are now, they, but just beginning to make their career. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, for shows, Gaio Dejun is common practice for companies to notify fans so they can gather for the recording of the show. However, no notice was made for Super Junior, and only a few fans were able to attend a concert. So, I mean, this seems to be more of maybe a management of their, uh, the fandom side of maybe, of of the elves or whatever. I, I can't, I, I can't really, as far as them being neglected. I mean, they're making tons of money. They're always touring. I, I can't really see them being, you know. I, I can't see it in that part, especially when compared to um, FX or, as some people said, you know, of course people are going to mention the Grace, the Grace, or you know, however many other groups you know that have been under um, SM that have not. I'm sorry, but SM fans, like seriously, y'all do the most. Like literally, if you can complain about something, you will take it and blow it up into the biggest deal. Like EXO, I missed out on 20 minutes because my because one of the people in the the group was hurt, but I don't care. Give me my 20 minutes. Like, grow up. Are you serious? Grow up. Wow, I didn't get I didn't get to go to the Gaio because I didn't know Super Junior was gonna be there until like two days before, and I didn't get to get tickets. Grow up. Then you should have win anyways, because there were other SM artists there anyways. So grow up. Like you guys are a bunch of crybabies. A bunch of crybabies. Like other groups don't go through that. Get out, crybabies. Get out. <laughs> Especially the worst part is it's all the, it's the fangirls. Like y'all fangirls are crybabies, such whiners. Oh, I didn't get to see my fake boyfriend. You know why Super Junior ever got neglected? Because a bunch of those guys wild out and did terrible things. That's why. Grow up. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, go ahead, Kiara. Uh, I'll just say, like, like as a, I, because this person, I'm guessing, is seeing it, seeing it in such a fan point of view, so I can understand the way they're trying to do it. But at the same time, I think elves need to kind of realize that um, Super Junior no longer has that, like, they're not going to get any more popular, meaning they're not going to get any more um, reaction from the general public. Like they have such a huge fandom that they survive only because of their big fandom at this point. Mm -hmm. you know, certain, certain members of course has a lot of, you know, like are are popular with the um with the general audience, but it's not because of their music, but it's because of their character and their ability to be on T V shows and being MCs like Etook and uh, Q Hyun and you know Shindong, you know, because they're popular for what they do on variety shows more than their music. So at this point, I don't. I think SM is probably thinking like, you know what? We're not just gonna. We know once we release something, the fans are gonna buy it. There's no point in really telling everyone because the only ones who are gonna buy it are the people who are already fans. Like the public doesn't is not really gonna care about Super Junior anymore. Super Junior is past the prime. They're done. 
So th th that's the point that they rather just put, spend money on doing advertisements and stuff like that on you know well Red Velvet now and like EXO and stuff oh. because they're because they're they're still fresh. You know they still have the ability to get more fans, the ability to get more people to like them. But at this point, Super Junior's in their 10th anniversary. At this point, you know, so their their fandom is not going to get bigger. You know, in Korea especially, you know, it's it's done. So now they can only just rely on the fandom that's already there and just be like, okay, we're releasing this CD. You fangirls are going to buy it and we're going to move on. And that's why they don't only been touring because all you hear about Super Junior really is when they tour. And they tour mostly outside of Korea. Well, they tour in Korea too, but like a lot of it, especially is like Southeast Asia and like Japan and stuff like that, because that's that's where the fandoms are. That's where the fans are. They're not. That's where they get their money from for for Super Junior. So. Yeah. I totally agree. It's, I mean, it's like the same with Shiny. I mean, I love Shiny to death, but let's be realistic. Shiny's fandom not going to grow that much anymore. They're getting older, and they're no longer, you know, the new thing. That's why they're in Japan all the time, because Japan isn't quite, you know, they don't care, and you can make a hell of a lot more money in Japan than you can in Korea anyway. So SM's going to, like, ride that boat as much as they can. But, what, Shiny puts out an album, like, once every two years in Korea, and they call it good. Like, they don't really promote it. It's just like, hey, Shiny's coming back eh, sometime at the end of this year. Be ready. And we're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm waiting. But it's not gonna, they're not going to get new fans. Like, they know that that ship has sailed. They put it all into XO for the boys, and for the girls, they put it into Red Velvet. I mean, even SNSD, they come back once a year. And they don't even, like, try and, like, give them a good MV or a good song. Like, they put it out there because they know SNSD is going to sell. And why put effort into it? You don't have to. Like, SM is all about the lazy money. Yeah. So, it's I no mean, different it's just, from any other fandom that's been established. It follows my mind that people are like, they're so neglected. I'm like... It's like saying, like, the kid with the golden spoon in his mouth doesn't live the wealthy lifestyle because somebody's got a platinum spoon. Like, yep, come on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you, like, I don't have a Big Bang article about how neglected Big Bang fans are. You know why? Because we already, we made our money. Like, our fan base isn't growing anymore. It's fine. We get what we want. They go and tour in Japan, the same as Super Junior. They go do their thing, whatever. They come back. Everybody freaks out. doesn't matter what song they come back with. Like, that is the nature of groups. Super Junior has coasted. They have had a great run. Leave them alone. They're fine. They are not neglected by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I wonder how much of this is just a lot of just feeling threatened by XO. And I'm sure it is. on the territory. I'm sure it's 100% because EXO is the one that's winning right now. Like, I'm sure it is because now Super Junior isn't the boy group because they were the boy group and that was the thing, right? Like, there was Shiny, sure, but it wasn't the big boy group. They weren't. They didn't have a bunch of members. They didn't have all kinds of stuff, you know? Like, it's it's different because they have somebody directly invading on their territory, and I'm doing quotes here, their territory. Like... SNSD never had to worry because no girl group directly invaded on their territory. Their fan base was like, oh, whatever, it's just four girls, who cares? Like, or five girls, who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. But EXO directly invades on the territory that Super Junior has, which is we got a bunch of people, a bunch of boys who are, like, useless, and we go out and we make mediocre music, and all the fangirls love us because there's, like, 15 of us. 
Like that, that's all it is. It's liter it's the same thing. Like it's just it's dumb and their fan base is just being a crybaby because they're not the one winning. Like chill out. Relax. You guys still come out and win with terrible music. Like, who cares? You're still winning. Yeah, it's like Super Junior's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. They're still going to put out albums. You'll still get your Sorry Sorry 3.0. Just give it, like, another year. That was another thing, is, is that when I first got into K-pop, I was surprised that Super Junior was so synonymous Popular. with K-pop, but at the same time, people were like, oh, well, they haven't really had, like... Like, Sorry Sorry was still kind of considered their first, like, really big hit. And I was like, really? It was. You know, because you know, they've been around for a while. Super but... Junior... Sorry. Oh, go ahead, Noah. Super Junior has never been popular with the general public. I mean, actually, there were very few SF idols that have been popular with the, with the general public. Like, if you compare, like, Big Bang to anyone... Like, the general public knows them. It's not that everybody likes them, but everybody knows of them. But with Super Junior, most, most Koreans, they don't know. It's like, SM is way more into creating fandoms, and that's how they sell their artists, rather than trying to get public uh, recognition. Like, that's the reason. Like, honestly speaking, I'm not a Super Junior fan, I'm a Big Bang fan, but that Super Junior and Big Bang, they... Like they sell pretty much equally. Like, uh, like fandom size uh, is kind of equal. Uh, they're and and they sell they sell the same amount of albums. But Big Not Bang physical, is considered. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Big Bang is is way more famous just because they have public recognition. I think that's the difference. Like, and when and the fandom is grow, getting older, people are getting married, they're having children, they 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 growing up. They're not fourteen, thirteen, going crazy fangirls anymore. And that's why they're if if they're getting neglect, neglected, it's because of that. That's what I think. Okay. All right. Well, uh, speaking of. SM and Super Junior and Shiny. Um, recently, um, what has been uh, transpired has been. Now, I just wanted to say as um, a disclaimer before I mention this, we um, talk a lot and we make fun a lot of. Uh, K-pop fans because they do a lot of stupid shit and they do. Um, however, um, there's a lot of good things about being a part of a fandom, um, being a part of a group of people that have you know a common goal, a common interest, and um, after all, it's K-pop that brought us together for this podcast. For which we would have not been here if if we were not. Group um, <laughs> So <laughs> so um, we cannot talk too badly about it because obviously there are good parts about it, and um, obviously deep down inside, deep maybe for some of us deeper than others, we all love it, love K-pop, and love the whole entire um, industry in our own you know special way. But um, this is all leading into 
Um, this, this is kind of a heartwarming story. A uh, shiny fan, um, they call themselves Shawl. Um, this has been approximately one year anniversary of a Shawl that um, wrote on uh, social media. Um, she wrote a message and she basically publicly outed herself as someone that was um, self-harming, um, that she harmed herself, that she was depressed, um, that she was having mental issues online. And Key from Shiny um, personally responded to her online. And he um, basically, he, he, what he said um, at the time was, Hi, Cutter. I don't know what is your name, so I'll call you Cutter for now. I know sometimes you can feel your life is suck or hard, but, and, and he responded in English. So just still let you know this is probably why it's a little. Um, or hard, but everybody does. Stop cutting. I had really bad habit when I was young, and I stopped, but I have a scar on my body. Don't cut anymore, and show me you're getting better on your Instagram. I'll be by your side. Love, Keith. Now, a lot of people obviously were very um, supportive of this, um, you know, very positive about this, you know, were very positive toward Keith that he, you know, actually responded to her, and, 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 um, the fan responded back and was like, thank you, you know, and, and, and it's like, I'm not going to do it anymore. And recently, the, um, the fan, um, Locket Power, uh, wrote a um, letter uh, to um, just kind of update everyone on how she was doing and um, how um, Key's message affected her so much. And she wrote, uh, so here's the cheesy speech I was talking about. Even though the mission you guys made is already accomplished, I still wanted to post this. I hope you'll read it to the end, but I don't blame you if you won't. Today is March 25th, 2015. As you may already know, today is exactly one year since Key left a comment on my photo. Because of that, I met tons and tons of shawls from all over the world, you guys who I'm still friends with to this day. Now I'm still struggling to recover from self-harm and other mental illnesses, and I will prob probably will for a long time, but I'm still in recovery, and I can honestly say that without all of you, I wouldn't even be where I am right now. I don't think you guys understand. Because of you guys, I know that I'm not alone anymore, because I know that there are so many more of you out there going through the same. And if you're not going through the same, just knowing that you're still here is still just wonderful. I want to help as many of you as I can, because you're helping me. I want you to know that I'm always here for you guys, too. In the end, we're still showers and we're family. And dear Key, I don't know if you'll even read this, but if you do, thank you so, so much. You have no idea how much of a difference you've made in my life. Like I said, I've had good moments and relapses, and I'm still struggling struggling to this day, but in recovery. And to be honest, without you, I would never have even have searched for help. You have gave, you gave me a reason to recover and to keep fighting, and I will continue to fight forever. That's a promise I won't give up. Recovering from something like this is hard, but it's not impossible. It may take many more months or even years, but without you and without the shawls by my side, I'd have no reason to even try, and I'm very thankful for that, so thank you. Anyway, dear everyone and dear Key, I'm not 100% recovered, and I still have bad days, but your support has honestly helped me through so, so much, and I hope you'll stick with me for much longer. 
I can't explain how thankful I am for every single one of you. I'll keep fighting. I always will. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Shani World. Your day back. Sang hey waiting. And um, Ki uh, also um, liked the um, her photo and post on, um, I believe it was Instagram. Um, on social news, he did um, respond to it by following it and liking it. So, yes. So that's just a very heartwarming thing, um, kind of a, a kind of an example of the good that fandom, K-pop fandom, um, can do. You know, when people are focusing on things that are actually important. Yes. Do you guys remember this happening from? Um, I because re I re uh, remembered it um, from when it happened yeah, from last year. Yeah. 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 yeah too, too. Like, like it's a great thing. And one thing I learned actually from uh, this point is that like you should never judge an idol just by one wrong thing they've done. Like because before uh, he wrote that last year, I didn't like him at all because of. Uh, like you know, sometimes some some celebrities do kind of kind of shady stuff that you like. That's not nice. That's not cool. And uh, it can be anything. You you pick any reason that you don't think that that was not right. But uh, that just shows like you cannot just judge a person by one action. You like like we all do mistakes. We all do. We are they are not perfect. The celebrities and. Like yeah, it was a good thing to know. This was a good thing to see and learn. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was very heartwarming and um you know, you don't within all of the um fandom craziness it's nice to see actual good deeds, um actual, you know, important things being done. Um you know, when you actually focus on, you know, the important things. So, here is the time in the broadcast where I surrender my hosting duties out to everyone else. If you guys have something that you guys want to mention that I have not mentioned as part of the segments today um, that is going on in K-pop or... Um, or in Korean entertainment that you guys want to talk about, shout-outs, um, promoting other podcasts or yourselves, this is the time to do it. Young Jean has also, um, happy, now. Oh, Also, happy late birthday to <gasps> Park she, really? she turned 32 in, uh, recently. Happy Sorry. birthday, Jackson. Woo. Happy birthday, Jackson. Yeah, woo. Woo, Jackson Day. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate. Turn up. But yes, like I was just saying, I was just saying, uh, Young G, yeah, she has Instagram now. So if you have Instagram, you can follow her. She also created a Weibo, Weibo account as well. So if you do, you are on that too, you can follow her there too. So there you go. Okay. 
Anything um, else? I shouted out the the podcast on the other podcast I do, so I, I, I feel like it's only fair that to, to return the favor. Um, I'm also on another podcast. We talk sports and mostly pro wrestling. That's kind of the major topic. Um, you can find that podcast at gettingheat.com. You can also find them on iTunes as Getting Heat, though you might see a bunch of like nasty reviews of erotic fiction. I promise there's the Getting Heat show, and it has like a GH logo. <laughs> find that. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, also, are you guys doing anything special for uh, WrestleMania? That's uh, uh, this weekend. Yes, there's going to be uh, a party for WrestleMania here at my house, obviously. You're all invited. <laughs> you live really far. Um, I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come 6,000 miles over to your house for WrestleMania. You Do just it. Wait for do it. It'll be amazing. You got two yeah, days I've to Yeah, I've never travel. watched. I've never actually watched like wrestling with like other people before. It's always been my like little dirty secret. So yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I've actually like wrestling with I know a lot of people that had it as their dirty secret. It was like my dirty secret until I got on a podcast and was like, I just need to air it out and just have a good time. Like, um, why is it yeah. a dirty secret? I don't get it. I don't know, because people it, look down on it because it's not it's a sport. Wrestling. It's it's pro wrestling. It it's just. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very amazing, amazing um, video on YouTube called Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. Uh, for anybody who doesn't understand why people like wrestling, go watch that. Um, it's done by the guy who did the slap video where the, he got a bunch of people to like slap each other on their first meeting. Like The way they said hello was to slap each other. Um, he also made the, he directed the video where uh, people met for the first time and took off each other's clothes. Um, he does a lot of like weird documentaries like that, but he uh, did a documentary on wrestling and why fans like wrestling, and he got a bunch of um, kind of B-list celebrities. There's a bunch of pro wrestlers on the indie circuit in it as well, and all of the male parts are played by females, which makes it even better because they're so funny and they're so, like, they just totally overdo it, which is perfect, um, but it accurately explains why people watch wrestling. I'm uh, a sucker so for, like, so go proper goodness. And honestly, pro wrestling is so proper for me. It's a melodrama. It's a total yeah, melodrama. So I, yeah. I, I mean, I just can't help but get sucked in. And then, uh, like, once I stopped watching for a few years, and then I found out about AJ Lee, and I got sucked, sucked right back in. So, yeah. yeah I, I, so, I mean, it's drama, right? What? There's a lot of drama, like yeah. Oh. yeah. It's a show. It's entertainment. I mean, it, it's the, it wouldn't work unless they had such a crazy, elaborate storyline. I totally, if you don't know anything about wrestling and you're just curious, like why people watch it, watch the documentary Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. It's like 12 minutes long. It's funny. Um, it's very quirky. But if you really listen to it, they accurately explain. Like it, it's a perfect example because it follows one of the most uh, important characters in the whole like wrestling. Is that song. the one about Triple H? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's super good, and I totally recommend it. I have no, I'm not getting anything for it. Like I, nobody cares about me that did it. It's super good though. Like, and if you have any oh, reason yeah, it's, to it's care, it's been trending all over the internet. Like, yeah, even the WWE, I think. Right? Triple H, H himself acknowledged yeah, it. Yeah, he and, and, and his wife Stephanie like responded to it. He's mm -hmm. they're like. Uh, Stephanie's like part of the family. She's like COO or whatever. He's so, COO. Yeah, so like they responded to it and they were like, you know, it's funny, but we can't like link to it because they're, you know, PG right now. They used no, to. No, they link to it. They oh, really? uh, Triple H Triple H retweeted it and said that it's an accurate depiction of his his whole character. 
Because it goes in deep to, like, what his character truly was supposed to be that they never address on the show, and he retweeted it because Triple H doesn't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't tweet it, but Triple H did because he doesn't care. Okay. He does what he yeah. wants. Yeah, but for those of you who care or don't care WrestleMania is, like, the big, you know, uh, uh, crown jewel of the pay-per-views that the wrestling does every year, and they, for some reason, they're having, like, they had, like, Snoop Dogg on there the other day. I think he's performing at WrestleMania. They have, like, Skylar Gray. They have, like, um, celebrities. They're there, and, and you know, that is their big thing of the year, so for wrestling fans, is obviously a big, big thing, but, um, and yeah, I'm kind so of we have a preview show out. up where we talk about it, um, and we review the whole card and what we think is going to happen and all that, and then we're probably going to have a post-card drunken shenanigans uh, interview as well. So, Can I join, Tim? Can I join? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, we've never had somebody in with Skype, but totally. I will Skype in. I will figure out how to do it and Skype in. Yeah. Because like I, I said, I've never actually like had anybody to watch it with. Yeah, I mean, if like, nothing else, this? we can do one. Like, if we can't figure it out, me and you can do one. We'll do one. Okay. All right, everyone else is like, what is <laughs> What's going on? Hostile <laughs> takeover. I know. I'm, 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 I'm from Europe, so, like, what is this like, literally? Hey, pro wrestling is actually pretty fun. Like, they, they go to Europe, like, on a regular basis. Well, UK. And they have like several like uh, British um, wrestlers right now that are pretty popular. UK is fashion, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else? Um, any other news? Now that all of UK K-pop fandom hates us. <laughs> I, I mean, you just gave up on them. Hey, UK fans, uh, I don't know you, so I love you. <laughs> hearts, many hearts. I love you too, UK. I'm just saying, there's a lot of, yeah. Anyway. Many hearts. Uh, Ignore him, many, many hearts from America. New England, we're basically the same, UK. I love you. Many hearts. I love, Lon I love London, and I love Scotland. And I, I love London. I'll go to London France, one day. Okay. I, love, to go to London I love London, Ireland. Ireland, and Hastings. But the rest, I don't really give much about. <laughs> I know Noah's like the closest out of all of us, and he's like, whatever. <laughs> Please just edit this out, okay? <laughs> okay. Anything else? Anything? Any other news I may have missed along the way? Uh, roommate season two is ending. Many tears. Yeah. Many, many, many tears. Um, they're gonna change the cast, and nobody knows who's staying and who's going. So many tears. Yep. Oh, that would be interesting. Just have you been watching? Have you been keeping up with it? I've been trying to, but I got way behind because work got crazy. Okay. But we I'm going to binge on it. Yeah, I'm going to binge on it so that I, we can oh. do a podcast and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys do another podcast, I will definitely put that up. Yeah, like the other? <laughs> <laughs> no, this one I will actually put up since I'm, I'm actually actively like back in this. I'm sorry. There's like a whole month and a half. So help me, if you get two roommate ones up before the FX one goes up, I'm going I'm to hurt somebody. I'm going to get everything up, guys. I promise. <laughs> My mind is just starting to like get back in, in, into like normal length. So it, it's good. So It's okay. Um, it's more realistic that the FX thing doesn't come out until like seven months after it's done. Well, yeah. It's like so real life. that'll be, actually, that'll be pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that actually. Super be, accurate. 
yeah. You know your pot your your mystery podcast that hasn't come out probably has a fan club name. I guess one more thing before we leave, just because I thought this was kind of interesting, and this may be like one more thing to like uh, just kind of leave off on. Has anyone seen uh, the new? Uh, it's a poll by Gallup that was basically kind of rating. Um, I guess the uh, moods of different countries, I guess how happiness is, uh, uh, how happiness is, is, is kind of uh, felt in different countries. So, um, you know, they, they ask people from different countries a certain, uh, a certain uh, amount of questions and certain questions, and then basically they kind of um, ranked countries with like a positive experience index score, so like uh, kind of like you know what level of happiness um, that these you know c you know countries um, experience, and um, I'm trying to see since most of us um, are from let's see, because in a minute I will I will easily be able to tell you which one. Uh, Korea was. Um, no, <laughs> uh, United States had a positive experience index score, index score of 79. I'm not sure how what number that made them of, but they were like 79. Um, Switzerland, Noah, or Sweden. Noah, you're from Sweden, right? Yeah, like girl. Get the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I damn. They always make that up with Switzerland. Like, that's so damn you, Americans. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I mean, nobody cares about that. I'm doing the I'm not worthy hands. Okay. I'm it's sorry, okay. Noah. <laughs> It's okay. He's I like, mean, damn Americans, you guys, you guys don't one, believe anything you outside your bubble. <laughs> blame our, blame our um, school yeah, system. Sweden is also 79. If it makes you feel better, there's plenty of Americans that don't know that there's anything outside of New York City in New York, so don't feel yeah. too bad. And that's our, own, like, that's our country, no, we still no. don't know, so don't feel too bad. No, yeah. no, don't no. If I had to, I could not put all 50 states on the map where they go. You, but you got without... Sorry. Continue. Like Sweden, I can do, oh, also I can do the Sweden East Coast, I can do the West Coast, I can do the Southern Border, and then it's a squiggle in the middle. Yeah, well, there's the middle. Mid, 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 like, what else is in the West Coast? So. Like, I don't know anything about the Midwest. But seriously, it's okay. I'm not offended, but cause you wouldn't believe how many Americans mix up Sweden with Switzerland or Switzerland. Oh, I would believe it. <laughs> I would believe you're kidding. No, it's just that like I was looking at it and I was like, no, I was like, wait, it's not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. And I was like, <laughs> as long as you don't say that he's from Norway, you're good. <laughs> no, but actually, Sweden uh, had the same rating as uh, the U.S. at 79. But the main thing was um, Korea, of course, since this is a, a podcast about South Korea. They rated 118th out of 143 countries on the experience of happiness. 
Um, this is based on a survey by Gallup where a thousand people from each country over the age of 15 were asked a series of questions that they had to reply yes to in order to be determined if they were happy. So basically, um, the 90% of the top 25 happiest countries were like uh, Latin American countries. And then way down uh, at the bottom, you have South Korea is like 118. And uh, I think Sudan was like the last at 143. Um, Japan, uh, just for just FYI, Japan was 83 and China was 43. Um, and um, it's just interesting, uh, nuts and buzz, of course, um, you know, had uh, they... Uh, took this article um, and they translate some uh, K-nuds and responses to it and some of them were pretty interesting. Um, uh, some of them were, um, you know, we don't live well or poorly but we all try so hard to look like we're well off. Sometimes I feel like I'd be happier living in the countryside or some Southeast Asian country even if I'm not well off. Um, this one was pretty um, detailed. Aren't these results expected? Um, we'd all be happier if we earned pay deserving of our work and have families, but this is a country that only respects the person who made it to number one and the rest of the 99 are considered failures. There's no way we can be happy like that. Um, as a kid, you're depressed over your studies, grow up, and that depression is focused on employment, marriage, financial issues. Then, as an elderly, you get ignored for being poor. Our country is ruining itself with people always in a rush and always comparing themselves to others. Um, so that's just interesting, especially with a lot of the... Um, and I, I think this is natural. A lot of people, when they first get into... Uh, Korean um, culture and everything is with with anything you know. There's a lot of romanticizing and fetishizing and and, and everything um, because you're just going off of you know the, what the country, the output the country is, is putting out the the dramas and 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 the the models and what whatever and not really looking into the actual cultural aspects of things. Um, but um, you know, actually realizing. That, um, and they were also, um, just to add to that, they were also top in suicide rate in the Gallup survey as well. Um, those of us that have been following it know that their um, suicide rate is um, um, pretty disturbing. But um, um, it, it's just an interesting um, thing, um, not, not just for South Korea, but to see um, the other countries. So those of you guys... Those of you who have not seen it, I urge you to um, go and um, check it out. Um, like I said, it's a Gallup uh, survey um, on the experience of happiness, and it ranks um, all countries um, uh, based on on survey and um, based on, like I said, uh, a pre determine survey um, based on you know what their happiness is. But I, like I said, I think it's interesting looking at it from the view of South Koreans and what we know about South Korea was usually presented about them considering um, you know trend following trends and being everyone being alike and looking the same and um, um, following the same trends getting the same plastic surgery um, doing well like, in school like it's not on a special like 
Korea, Korea is a very unhappy country. Like, uh, it's like, how must I say this without offending anybody? Like, I would personally not want, like, I would not, like, want to be a Korean or live in Korea. And uh, that's, and most of the Korean friends I have say the exact same thing. It's not because Korea is a bad country, it's a wonderful country. It's mostly because it's hyper competitive. It's and like it's very hyper confusionistic, like old traditional confusionism times ten. Like you is like imagine the stress just by in the Sunbei or Hobei culture and the elders and the younger and the younger people. It's I'm not surprised that Koreans are so unhappy because they are so restricted. Like everything you do, everything you say, everything you wear is evaluated. Like, uh, and, and, and I also think because they have a, not a tradition, but there's a general culture, culture aspect of, Kore of Koreans or even just East Asia where they just blurt out anything they want to say. Like, oh, you look like this. Like, oh, you look this. Like, I remember my friend, she was, where was she? She was in Malaysia. And this, and, and she's like trying all this dress. And, and, she, and, and she's like, no, 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 no. You too big. You too big. And she's like pointing at her ass. Like, your butt too big. Too big. You cannot wear that. I mean, there's a sense, like, imagine going through, through that all day, every day. Like people pointing out what you, what you're wearing, what you're doing, like our, and if you're not doing well enough, how like how you could do better. I, and going to school from six to from six from seven p.m. to from seven a.m. to eleven p.m. Uh, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. That's why I think Korean celebrities are the strongest people out there. Like, I would not want to be a Korean celebrity for anything in the world, considering how much pressure they're on. Mm -hmm. To look perfect, to be perfect, to be loved. And like, you, if you do one misstep, like, your career is done. Like, just look at that Yewon, Lita Im debacle. Lita Im, of course, she did something wrong, and they like they did a witch hunt on her. Like she was out. Like she was dropped from one drama to another drama. She was, and and now it's turned into another witch hunt. Now Yeowon is seen as the sly fox, or like oh, like how dare she lie? Like forty thousand plus comments about how disgusting of a human being she is. Like one misstep, one wrong thing, and you're Done. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I can just say personally as I've gotten older, um, if you really think, I mean, you redefine for yourself what happiness is, I, I guess, for you. Um, and, and a lot, when you have countries that are more... Um, they're more, I guess, they are smaller. That there's more of a, a mm, 
I guess a more of a kind of a common theme, a common culture that everyone should should follow. Uh, common expectations for people. Um, it's harder to break out of those. Um, whereas, um, I guess you could say, in a sense, like Western countries, it's very much you know your life is what you make of it, and you know you know you decide what your what makes you happy in your life and 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 what you know and that may not necessarily always be having um, a high paying job or having a family or you know or you know having those things that people can um, typically can um, associate with successful people because it really is different for everybody and it's not bad and if it is you know, if it is different, it, that doesn't mean that's bad because it's better for you to be, to be, to be happy and different than to be what everyone expects you to be and be miserable. I mean, and, I mean, there are so so many real life examples of that. Um, I, you know, I, I, there's no point in mentioning them, but, um, yeah. yeah anyone else? I think it's, it's it's polls like this. I think it's always an interesting and. Um, is an example of you start seeing like the differences between cultures like it's hard to imagine being Korean but a lot of it has to do with this like you know in the United States it's a very individual culture like you are you first and then you are part of the United States like you do you and that's been ingrained in us since we are small children that it you are you are what you make yourself and you can only do as much if you don't do it for yourself no one's gonna do it for you you have to do it Whereas in Korea, there's a whole group mentality where you have to do what's best for the group. Yeah. And it's a very different mentality, and sometimes it's almost hard to like wrap around it. Like I remember one time one of my friends told me that he had spent 20 years out of his 21 years of life basically playing like piano. And he was like a master pianist, and like you don't see that a lot. And like all of his friends, like it was one instrument. Everyone had an instrument that they were like masters at. You don't see that a lot in the U.S. because, like, we're always taught, you know, it's better to be a jack of all trades and know a little bit of everything, and you don't want to be too good at something because that's considered, like, showing off. Whereas, you know, you have a group, what's best for the group is you want to have someone who can show off and can do that for the group, where, and then this person can balance that for the group. You don't really do that in the U.S. You kind of have to do it all yourself. So it's just always interesting to kind of see these polls because you see the different focuses. Like their focus is on, well, what's best for the for the group and for the country is we all have the best job and somebody has to be number one that's the best for the group. Whereas in the U.S., you know, a lot of our focus is on, well, are we unhappy because we're not getting married at a certain time? We're not having kids? Like, is it okay that we're not having kids? Like, you know, there's a completely different set of, like, what makes us happy? Why are we unhappy? You know, so I always just think these polls are are interesting to see. You know, why why do we think that we're unhappy, and what makes what do you think makes us happy versus what makes them happy and what makes them unhappy? Yeah, and I think one thing that was interesting um, is that, uh, like I said, the, the the top ten were all Latin American countries, and there were some um, among the translated uh, the Kenas and comments was that, oh, you know, it's like their countries, third world countries that are happier than us. I was like, you know, it's like, you know, that must, you know, really say something about us, you know. And then, and I think it does say something, you know, you look at South Korea as a country that's, you know, um, brought itself up and, 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 
and is become you know economically um, uh, self-sufficient and has has done so well in such a short span of time. Um, uh, but you look at uh, culturally and 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 you look at as far as if you're just looking at this poll and looking at um, people's, I guess, way of life and happiness in these other countries like Paraguay, which is number one, Colombia, Ecuador, Guatemala, Honduras, Panama, Venezuela, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Nicaragua. They're all, they're the top ten. And, you know, you look at these countries and, and how they're usually displayed in media and you would never, you know, I don't think anyone would ever think would be like, oh, you know, people that live here are the happiest. But money doesn't buy happiness, and no. I think people have a hard time dealing with the fact that like money doesn't buy happiness. Does money make happiness easy to find? Maybe for some people, but for the majority, I don't think so. I think it brings more trouble than anything else. Not to say you shouldn't aspire to be great and make a lot of money and be rich and all this stuff, but I mean, the like part of the reason that these third world countries are more excited and more happy is because they have a stronger sense of family they have a stronger sense of togetherness like they're in it together more so than places that are rich and it's just like you just like you said Shannon like we were taught like especially in America you got to do it for yourself you're out here like for yourself whereas like in Korea you're kind of out there for your family but at the same time you're out there for like your own success. Same with Japan. It's very much so like you need to be successful on your own and not rely on your family. But in these uh, third world countries, it's like it, your family is almost more important than anything else. Providing for your family, um, anything like that is so much more important, but it gives you a strong sense of being like you're, you have a purpose. You you know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it. You never have to question it. And I think questioning what you're doing and why you're doing it is part of the reason people get so depressed because then they come to realize they're just doing it because, I don't know, they're just supposed to. Whereas you ask somebody in those countries and it's like, I'm doing it for my family because I love my family. And that means their family is going to support them and be proud of them when they accomplish goals. So, I mean, it's... It's a strange thing to see because I think that there's something to learn from those countries. Um, and, and I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody would say, hey, I'd rather my country be a third world country so we can be happy. Um, and I'm sure there's no third world country that's like, oh, yeah, it's it's fine that we're third world, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there's something to learn from people who care more about the way they, they're perceived with their family and their friends and they they care more about the people around them and supporting the people around them and bringing up their whole community as a whole as opposed to the way we look at it where it's like, well, as long as I make it, then as long as I'm eating, then who cares, you know? Like, and that's like such a common expression even here. Like, as long as I'm eating, it's fine, you know? As long as I'm winning, who cares about anybody else? I'll bring my friends with me or whatever. But you're not bringing your community. You're not bringing your family. You're not bringing all of these people up with you and enjoying your success together, you know. It's togetherness that is what's making these people happy. They have a strong sense of family and you can see even from even in big countries or you know, first world countries like the the families that are very tight and very uh, caring and they do things together and stuff. Typically, those are more those families are happier than like the families that are disjointed and they're just out there for themselves and they're out there winning on their own and all that stuff. So I mean, it's it's 
I think it's as simple as like the community. You know, your community is stronger, and when you have a strong community and um, a strong family and all that stuff, like it totally changes your perspective on reality. Well said. Anything else on that topic? Anything else in general? I love you, mom. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, call our parents and say we are. If maybe not call, but I was gonna say let's not call them now. Our parents will murder us. It's <laughs> or midnight. Call in in some people's cases and tell them we love them. My mother would uh, kill you. <laughs> 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 Always tell your parents you love them. Okay. Um, if that is it, then that is another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. And thank you guys for being here, for showing up, for having a good discussion. Uh, Noah, I, I mean, not Noah, Tim, I know you just uh, talked a bunch from your deep in your heart, but um, if you wouldn't mind closing. Uh, yeah, I could do that. Uh, so you can find us um, on Facebook, facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, that is at NYA Netizens. Um, I'm not sure who runs the Twitter, but you can find us there. I do. Uh, you can also see all of us like <laughs> tweeting around and doing good stuff and talking towards that Twitter and such and such, Like especially when there's funny names to our... Uh, our podcast. <laughs> so, so we're out there. You can find us. Uh, you can also find us on Tumblr, notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com. We also now have a website, uh, and that is notyouraveragenetizens at or dot squarespace.com. And uh, you can email us notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. So uh, get at us, talk to us. We would be happy to interact with you, um, but you have to reach out for us to reach back. And also, Tim may be doing, um, this is uh, part of us as far as the reason for us having the website, having some different types of media, um, maybe doing a uh, music review for us soon yes. for MFBTY's um, Wonderland. Um, I was just telling him how much I loved it, and I was like, I loved it so much, but, um, you know, I... You're really the one that's the hip-hop rap guru, and I don't really have the appropriate uh, words to really <laughs> say um, how good yeah, this is. I so mean, why don't you? On, do it? on that a little bit, um, I'm gonna I'm, I'll put up a a blog post on our website, and uh, I'll, I'm gonna review it like song by song and kind of break it down, and then give an overall opinion of the whole album. Um, if people like it, if you guys are positive towards it, and you know it does anything, uh, I'd be happy to review more things. Especially if you give me suggestions, uh, I'll listen to anything, and I'm gonna review. Especially if it's hip hop, I'll sit down and listen to it and put like my bias aside because I genuinely think that uh, this is a section of music in Korea that is very, very much so overlooked. And even if it's not the artist that I like, I would love for people to listen to it anyways. Like I don't like Highlight as a group, or as a label, but there's a lot of people on that that uh, on Highlight that are great, and I I would totally review them and give them an honest opinion on how I feel. Um, so if you guys like it, and I'm gonna do the same for this album. If you guys like it, then I'll totally keep doing it. I have no problem doing it. I have no problem getting an excuse to sit down and listen to hip hop. <laughs> you don't have to make that excuse for me. Awesome. And that goes for everybody else. If you guys 
have um, certain artists, uh, certain groups that you want to review their albums or do a podcast rant about. Um, that's what our website is for, and hopefully we'll be seeing more of that in the future. Um, more um, things from us individually, um, is, uh, and you guys will get to know us, uh, you know, more um, as individuals, and, and more about you know our music preferences and um, things that we like about Korean culture, and and hopefully that will be an avenue for that. So yes, yes. So. And FYI, I told the listeners I love Korea. <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this podcast if we didn't. So yes, we love South Korea. So yes, uh, that is the whole point behind this podcast and waiting in South Korea. Um, we're with uh, we're with you getting uh, up on that happiness list. So um, and same thing for the U.S. and and Sweden too. Yes. So, um, yes, if that is all, then... Oh. I'm looking forward to the day when um, Chris, Luhan, Jessica, and Zane release their single as a new <laughs> Oh, yes! Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Kiara, thank you. I want to also say to um, all of the fans of One Direction out there that as uh, people of the K-pop fandom, we feel your pain. <laughs> um, tough, so understand tough. What you're going and you're, you're I, fan I advise I advise you if you are a fan of One Direction and you're having a hard time right now that you seek out someone uh, particularly someone that is a fan of a group in SM a fan <laughs> of uh, Girls Generation uh, TVXQ um, we uh, have a lot of experience with this and if you need someone just to talk to, just to listen, um, K-pop fandom, we are right here for you. Follow the K-pop tag on Tumblr. <laughs> yes. So I, I just wanted to make that 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 clear um, for those of you One Direction fans. We know exactly what you guys are going through right now. So, anything else? Nope. I think that's it. That's All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Noah, Kiara, Shannon, Tim. Thank you guys for being here thank you, Ash. tonight. Yes, thank you. And we will see you guys next week. Um, uh, I might see any of you um, people migrating to Tim's wrestling podcast. Maybe, maybe not, if I can figure out how to get on there. And also, yes, everyone have a great week. And... We will see you guys later. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.